just getting the right to complain. Like, this happened within the last 50 years. Like, up until then, our history as a human being in this country was you take pain and you don't complain about it because that's what you're made to do. Which is why I harshly reject the notion of angry black women. Um, it's called in need of healing women. That's what it is. I mean, we weren't given the right. A lot of people weren't, but specifically black women. We weren't given the right to be so many things like ride or die or women staying with toxic men or women like just thugging it out in relationships because they're so proud of how much bullshit they can take because that's what we've been socialized that that's what we're good at. Point blank period, black people across the board, and I'm just speaking to in specific to the black experience right here, we were not meant to take pain. That is not our, our goal in life. That is not what our bodies and minds are meant to do. This podcast has been brought to you by a four-eyed production. And now let's start the show. it was because it was spring equinox and that too (laughs) (laughs) that too but it's mostly because of the rest a little bit of both a little bit of both well first i want to start by saying welcome black everybody welcome black we missed you guys as well rest in peace to craig mack of course shout out to him that's so sad it is he was too young to be dying black men don't take care of themselves Mm -hmm. as a general rule and it's unfortunate like i i can attest to this having to basically pull teeth to get the men that i care about to go to the doctor right like they literally have to have an arm falling off or have a man cold (laughs) 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 or have a man cold and you be like if you don't lay down on that couch exactly and take a nap or, or moreover get up and go to work Right, get your, get your blood flowing, your endorphins going, and yeah. it'll just have perk some you vitamin right on C, up. sir. Yes, but I think they said that he had heart disease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's so what I, I didn't heard. See that. I'm not. I don't know if it's if it's true or not. Allegedly, he had heart disease. That's very unfortunate. We've lost a lot of our legends. I feel uh, too soon. Yeah, way too soon. Way too soon. Um, but rest in peace to Craig Mack, and you know, I hope that his friends, his close friends, and his family are able to cope well and, and are dependent on each other, you know, mm-hmm. to and get his, through this. And the good thing about it is I think it's so cool, like, for people who have family members who have been celebrities or have been on TV, music videos, it's like you can just always go back and just see them, like, yes, you know, like you can watch them They're every here day. forever. You can hear their voice, you know, and we could do those types of things if we – recorded our lives or you know recorded events and they were there and then something were to happen we go back and look but i think it's you know that's like a gift because mm-hmm. you can still like get on youtube and see them and hear them well we're so. officially immortalized for our family we got 12 episodes oh, yeah, girl girl they gonna be going well i don't want my kids listening to this it's too late oh my god it's okay don't filter they need to know the real you the whole you they need to know the woman me because i think that 
growing up, we don't know our parents as a man or as a woman. We don't see right. them in that light. So I think when you finally do, it's like an aha moment. Like, like my mom is a woman. Like, she's my mama. Yes. But she's a woman. Or my dad is a man. Like, he's a man. Like, he's right. not he's just a dad. person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think he's it's... somebody's son, somebody's yeah. brother, somebody's friend. Somebody's friend. Mm-hmm. Not just my, my dad. dad. And he was somebody before he became my daddy. Right. So I think it's good to have these types of things to where they can go back and listen when it's age appropriate for them to listen. Because you know I'd be dropping I know, some curse all words. kinds of bombs. I have to. It just, it's okay. It punctuates the sentence and it makes, you know, it, it really drives home the point when you just throw in a expletive. Did I say that right? Explicative. Explicative. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what I had meant or whatever. It's all good. <laughs> so how was your weekend? What did you get into? Girl. I couldn't see you. My weekend was full of thrift shopping at the Goodwill. What? Girl, yeah, I got some good stuff. You're a good thrifter. I am a great thrifter. Um, But you have to go with the mindset that you're going to look like you're not at the mall. Like, you can't be going up in there scanning. Right. You have to look. You have to be willing to look. So, I found a lot of good stuff. Um, Got a lot of cute housewares. Bought some stuff for my um, house and Done some things that I had been saying I was going to do for a long time. Took up some rugs, moved some furniture around because I do not like clutter. Right. And I had this rug in my floor that it was a good idea, but it just it just took up too much space and it made the room feel more like a den instead of a living room like okay. that you walk into. So I just changed some things around. Um... Got some rest. Hung out with my mom, who's here visiting for the week. And okay. Mama B. Girl, Mama B about to drive me but, insane. But okay? we love her. But I love her. Now, she yeah. ain't drive me insane. That's my boo. But um, just, you know, hung out and did some things. I'm on this, you know, financial freedom journey. So, I'm trying to minimize my spending. Okay. And do things at home. So, that was... Going to Goodwill was like a way for me to not splurge on stuff I can't afford. That makes sense <laughs> I splurged at the Goodwill and kept all my coins. Right. I think I spent, at the Goodwill, I think I spent $60. And, and came home with a closet full. Everything. So that is what I did this weekend. What did you do this past weekend? Okay, so I went to California last week for work. And it's so funny because I complained the entire time having to go there. And then I got there and had a good time, per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is, when I get there, you know, my friends out there, they don't understand that I'm on Eastern Time. My body's on Eastern Time. So they're like, hey, let's go to dinner. Great, let's go to dinner. Well, dinner is already bedtime here. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, well, hey, let's go out. So then we go out. But then I still have to be at work on the West Coast the next day. In addition to the fact that no matter what time you lay down, your body is still going to wake you up on East Coast mm-hmm. time. So that was kind of tough. But I did have a good time. I had some good food. Um, on my last full night there, we went dancing at this place called the Little Baobab, which is mm-hmm. um, a tree. It's like a healing tree or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks um, like it's like the tree from the Karate Kid. Yes. Okay. I, Look at you. You be knowing. Daniel's so, son. Yes, I know. I the, love the Karate Kid. It was an awesome movie. The fruit. Um, They say the fruit from that tree kind of helps with skin rejuvenation. Oh, girl, did you? Why you ain't bring me some? I mean, I was at. The place was called that, B. Oh, they didn't have it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney be silly listen, today. Listen, Courtney be silly because Courtney been working hard today. But. <laughs> Girl, I'm all about some skin. Yeah, me too. I'm trying to get mine glowing. 
So, and I did a little bit of that via perspiration on that dance floor because oh, we went in there. Yes, so that's <laughs> a, it's so nice. The the owners are Senegalese and they played mostly Senegalese music the entire time we were there. So ten o'clock came, they moved all of the tables and made the room a dance floor. And when I say like within the hour, it was jam packed. It was like a sweat box in there, oh, but man. it was just so nice. So many couples were in there. They had this um, one drink. I actually can't remember the name of it right now, but I just so happened to ask the bartender, like, hey, how you make this? Not mm-hmm. thinking that he was actually going to tell me. Girl, he wrote down the whole recipe for oh, me. Cool. So, so you going to make me one? Of course I will. Yes, girl. I'll make a yes. whole picture at the next um, book, book club meeting. Um, but in addition to that, I did a little bit of pampering while I was at work. I'm very spoiled at my current mm-hmm. job. Yes, you are. I love your job, and I don't even work there. Yep. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I got my nails done or my toes done while I was there and um, some more pampering. And then, oh, you know what? One thing I noticed, homeless people are different everywhere. And everywhere I know that go. sounds crazy. Certain places, they're more relaxed. Other places, they're more aggressive and up right. front in your face. So, yeah. you know, I was in New York two weekends ago, and I feel like homeless people are aggressive there. Yeah, and I'm are. not complaining at all. I'm just stating a fact. In North Carolina, you know, where we are, it's kind of like, if you have it, great. If you don't, thank you. You know, mm-hmm. that whole Southern vibe, that Southern hospitality kind of rolls over into everybody, no matter what your um, situation is. But what I noticed about the homeless people in California <laughs> is that they are so picky. What? I'll be like, bruh, you better take what I'm giving or you no. can skedaddle back to that bridge. It's like, what is it? <laughs> no, nah, I don't want that. Well, like, and I've seen people throw, like homeless people throw stuff back at people. So now I don't even give it unless it's requested. I was walking with my friend Naz after we um, left one of the restaurants. And she was like, just put it on top of the garbage can. I feel guilty about doing that because I'm a North Carolinian. But I promise you, I did not take five steps and that food was gone. And the guy that took the food, like, walked in front of us and everything. And he was very grateful to have it. But I was just like, well, she knew better than I did. Yeah. Because I would have been like, I mean, you know, we're from the South. Like, ain't nobody want no food off of the trash trash can. can, Right. But, I mean, if you hungry... And it's crazy because right before I, right before she told me to do that, she told me that because I had asked two homeless people before, hey, you know, do you want this? And when we told them what it was, they were like, no, I don't want that. So to each his own, I mean, maybe you have other means, but I just, that really baffled me because I was like, man, I this had is a- like brand new food, like brand new. Nobody's touched it. It was just separated from the plate from the very beginning. But you don't have to take it. I'm just telling you what happened to me. I had an experience with a homeless person in Vegas. And we were eating at a restaurant, and it was like an outdoor patio. Mm-hmm. And I always cut my burgers in half. Like, I just, yes. it was just easier to eat them that way. So I cut my burger in half and ate half of it. It was like a turkey burger and ate some fries or whatever. And so we were wrapping up, and I was putting my food up. And this guy walked up, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, he's going to ask me for some money or something. Right. And he was just like... Ma'am, do you have any food you can spare? Oh. And I'm sitting here like, I'm not going to eat this burger. So I gave him the burger, and it was like a fence. As soon as I gave him the burger, we, like, got up to leave. And, girl, he hopped that fence, sat down in my chair, and tore that burger up. And I was like, see, he yeah, needed that food. he needed that. And I knew that I, I, knew I wasn't going to eat that burger. That's why I was like, yeah, you can have it. Yeah. So stuff like that makes me feel, it's like I want to give to people. I but if too. you're going to be, I've never had, 
The only, the pickiest thing I saw was in New York when I was on a subway one night and this guy got up on there talking about, I'm begging for change tonight and don't worry about it. If you got a 20, I can break it. Sir, <laughs> sir, then you don't need no money. Like I talking mean, about you maybe. can break, cha- you can make change. Maybe you a all 20. he had was $19. That's still not Bye, enough. Sir. Bye, sir. You got enough money to ride your ass to work. Instead of being over here begging for shit. Goodbye, sir. On the contrary to the scenario from this time, the last time I was in California, we went out to eat at one of my favorite breakfast spots near um, Market Street. It's called Sears. Mm -hmm. Uh, God, I mean, just... uh, You just gorge yourself there, really. It's just too much. But it's so delicious. And when we walked out, there was a homeless man who asked for money. And I didn't have any money, so we said we didn't have money. And he was like, well, it was kind of aggressive, too, because he was like, well, give me your plate then. And I gave him the plate because I was like, okay, at least it's not Sir, money. Sir, why do people feel like you are obligated to give them something? I I'm gave not it to obligated him, to do anything to you. When the spirit moves me to give, I give. It, sometimes I can be riding, and I can just roll up on somebody, and I'll instantly feel like give them something. Right. And then... I always try to follow through with that. But if I don't feel led to give you anything, excuse me, I'm not going to give you anything. I don't care if you say, even if I have it, if I don't feel like I want to give it to you, I'm not giving it to you. But you know what? I gave it to him because I didn't think to offer the food to begin with. And I probably wouldn't have eaten it anyway. In hindsight, like it just would have been. Not if you say, give me your food. He was hungry. I don't care. Courtney. Homeless people will be hungry sometimes. They be hungry, but they need to be polite. He's not from North Carolina. Well, it's different. And that's what you should say. I'm from North Carolina. We don't ask, but people don't beg for food like that where we from. Oh, my God. You say, ma'am, can I have some? Or do you have some food to spare? Or are you, you know, may I have that? Well, give me your food. I'm give t- you, give me some money. I'm you t- Are you going to pay for it? <laughs> no, your broke ass can't, so you're not getting any. Oh, my God. I don't care. That is rude. It's, I don't care if you are homeless. That's not, that does not give you a license to be rude to people. This is true, but maybe something else was going on with him. He might have a mental disorder. He could have had a mental disorder. Let me stop. He might have had a mental disorder, but still. He, you know, if he's, girl, I would have busted out laughing like, are you serious? Give me, give me your food. I did think, I do think I chuckled at the aggressiveness or the aggression behind his <laughs> statement, but I waited till I walked away because I didn't want him to think that I was laughing at him because I wasn't like his scenario, his situation. But I'm laughing at the way you approach me. <laughs> But see, I don't know. That's why I don't want nobody to approach me. Like, I try to just... You don't make eye contact. No. You keep walking. Unless I mm-hmm. plan, unless I know I have something on you that I can give you, I try to avoid. Or unless, like, and I don't want us to go off on a tangent for too long about this, but one day I was at the at Family Dollar, and it was this lady standing out there, clearly tell she was homeless. Yeah. And when I walked in, she spoke to me, was like, hey, how you doing? I was like, I'm good, you know, whatever. And when I came out, she, then she asked me for money. And because she was so nice to me before, mm-hmm. and when I was leaving, I went back in the store, bought a pack of gum, and got $10 worth of change and gave her the change. You know what? So don't, I mean, I'm nice and I will give. Yeah. But it was the way she came off and she was like, well, thank you. My name is Kelly. What's your name? And I was like, my name is Courtney. She was like, I really appreciate this. Thank you. So then I was like, oh, see, that makes, I did the right see, thing. I gave it to the right person. Maybe. But I also feel like people know the game sometimes. Like, <laughs> I don't feel guilty about the fact that I did this. But one time I was in the grocery store and a guy asked me 
he was like, I don't want any money, but can you buy me some grocery? And I just stood there for a moment. I didn't really have any money either, but I said, okay, you can grab a couple things. You should have bought him with some bread, some mayonnaise, or some bread and some cheese and some lunch meat and, and a bag of chips. Well, he didn't get he didn't get that much. I mean, oh. he I mean, he it, it wasn't that, but it was something to the equivalent. But I walked out of the store and after I left, I was just thinking, now how many times will he pull that stuff to get <laughs> oh. his whole grocery list? Potentially. You just never know. That's you the don't. other thing about giving. Same thing like when you go to church or whenever you give to a person standing on the the corner, nine times out of ten, you don't know. No. You don't know if you're giving them money, if they're going to use it for drugs, or if they're going to use it for food, if they have somebody that they're supporting. This guy that took the food, my food off of the trash can, he was walking in front of us, and then I saw him stop at several restaurants. Like, you know how people, you can sit outside? Mm-hmm. And the tables hadn't been cleaned off yet. And he was going to check the cans to see if there was liquid still left in the cans for him to drink. So I knew he was hungry. Like, he was trying to make sure. But you just never know most of the time. And that's why you got to give from From your your heart. heart. And don't worry about what they Because at the end of the day, God is just going to bless you for giving what you gave. Now, if they choose to do wrong with it, he going to handle them too. Right. So that's why I don't care. But she was just, she was nice. And she wasn't aggressive. And she wasn't. Give me your money or give me your food. She just asked me, did I have any changes spare? And I was like, I got you. Facts. So, moving I on. I like it. Moving right along. So, last week we talked about On the Run a little bit. Yes, girl. We're My back. sister is back, girl. What? And yes. we, are, we are back for another show. Yes. And in between that time, we have officially uh, locked down our seats. So, <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm so excited, too. And now I'm kind of glad that I didn't go to Coachella because now I can go to more Beyonce shows. Yeah, same here. More than one. Like we can watch We can watch Coachella, but we don't have to be there because we're no. going to see her anyway. We're and gonna it's going to be anyway. hype. And you guys will find out which show or shows we will be yeah, viewing. Yeah, I'm so excited. Like, everybody knows, like, I'm a Beyonce stan. But what trips me out is, like, if there's a hint of something, like, if, if there may be a hint of an album... People start texting me like, "Is Beyonce dropping out?" How do I yes. know? Like, okay, I'm a fan, well, but I ain't in her pocket. Your blues aunt. I am, but I mean, sister, don't be telling me everything. She gotta keep some mystique about herself. It's so <laughs> I don't know everything, and I'd be like, "Well, just let me." I'm waiting for her to text me back. When she yeah, texts me back, I, I'll let you know. Like, mm-hmm. come on, bro. Like, but I'm excited for On the Run. Listen, I I'm said excited today. to see what what uh, the song list is, the set list is. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope she, like I said before, I hope she goes back and does some like classic Beyonce, not the typical stuff that everybody um, has seen. I want her to do some not so frequently done material, mix yeah. it in there so I can get my life and be excited. Your whole life and mine whole too. Life. You know what I did for the first time in a long time? This is so sad, but I, I said that I couldn't find the time and it really felt that way, but I'm trying to re, you know, construct some things so I can make sure I fit this into my life. I worked out. On Monday for Go the first girl. time in a long time. And you know what the motivation was? I know this is going to sound so sad. I know because it's mine. Beyonce is here. Yeah. Summer is here. Yeah. I want to wear my my Daisy Dukes. Yeah. And I can't do it's it. Crop if tops I don't. all summer. Okay. Girl, I'm, I'm down. I'm ready. I'm down. I'm in the gym tomorrow. I'm down. I, I went and ran some today because I did a workout on Saturday morning that has my ass and my legs in yes, shambles. I'm doing that next. So I am still recuperating from that, <laughs> and I didn't want to push it. Um, 
because I've had like a small back injury like tweak yeah. before, so I didn't want to push it. So I just went running today. It was nice outside. Got some fresh air. Um, and I work from home, so I'm the type to where I like to get my stuff done and be done with it. But I am learning that it's never going to be done. Right. It's always going to be something you can do, and that yeah. I don't have to work myself to the bone. Like you know, I can work the job and not let it work me. So I was like, today I'm going to get back to what I used to do. I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna run around the neighborhood. I ran for like 45 minutes. I was sweaty and I had my title Beyonce playlist. What? Yeah. Blasting. And all I kept thinking about is, girl, I'm going to be looking so good at that concert. Yes. I even wore a Formation yes. Tour t-shirt to the gym just so people would know. You know what I'm here for. I'm going to be looking so good. Oh my! And then I'm going to make sure I get a real good tan before I go. Mm-hmm. So that way all of my body will be all bronze and glistening Glistenin or whatever. all mm-hmm. over your balls. All almondy, almond brown, all of that. I can't wait. For Beyonce. Makeup. For my sister. Makeup. Brows going to be set. Lashes popping, all of that. Lip busting. I, I already, mean everything. I'm, I've already made a list, like yeah. a checklist. It's going for down. when we walk out that door to get ready to go. This is what I'm going to look Flask like. Flask on dick. <laughs> I hope my mama ain't listening. Hey mama, <laughs> listen. Mama know what's up. Mama was a young gal herself one time. Listen, she's still, <laughs> she's still a young gal. Exactly. Mama know what's up. Right. So. Good, bad, or indifferent. What happened this week? A lot happened this week. I don't know think we're gonna be. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Um, we're not gonna get through it all, but a lot happened this week. Um, one thing that really made me sad was the bombings that are happening. Um, you know, on the doorsteps of of these black, black prominent is what I'm seeing. Prominent African American families. Part. So two, two. People have died, mm-hmm. and two have been injured by tripwire in Texas. Oh, see, I knew nothing about the thing that I, was. I canceled my cable and don't have access to news because I find that it makes me it it worsens my anxiety to get up first thing in the morning and hear Trump bullshit, yeah, racist bullshit, bombing bullshit. I don't, I don't do it. So I mean, I do catch it, but you know, Twitter, yeah. So I haven't been really keeping up with it, but I was sad to see that that you know, it's happening, especially the loss of a young life because the one um, person who lost their life, the young guy, he was like, what, 17? Yes. And everybody said, you know, he's really smart. He played instruments. Um, everybody had good things to say about him. And, and when I was, I did catch a snippet. It may have been on Twitter or on YouTube or something, but they were saying that they feel as though who's ever leaving the package bombs must be close by watching when the person comes out and, and really, and, yeah, because they're like, how can, if it's a bomb that's, that's that sensitive, how are they able to sit it down? It has to be able to be detonated, but how would they know that the person is coming out? They have to be around watching to know, to set the that bomb is off. Crazy. And you know, if you're listening, if you get a package that you didn't order, just call the police. Right. Don't even touch it because people are sick. People are crazy. People are hateful, and they have nothing better to do with their lives than to attack us for something that we have no control over our skin. Fact, and black lives do matter. Always and forever. Mine, yours, and yours. So that was one thing that that happened this week. Um, Speaking of bombs, um, did you hear about... So I saw, I feel like I saw Ninth Wonder tweeting. Um, And so they had the concert going on this past weekend. 
um, what concert? It, the South by Southwest oh, Music yes, they Festival. Did. Yes, they did. I did see that. And they had to cut the concert. So, so many people showed up for this concert. It was going to be great. Or, now, never mind. I'm going to tell you who I sound like. Um, but Trevor Wilden Ingram, who I think is like around 26 or 27 years old. So, I saw Ninth Wonder put up a picture somewhere basically saying, this is the face of terrorism. Mm. Um, so, he did a bomb threat. Um, and they weren't able to go through with the concert because of that threat. They did catch him right away, but still. I mean, look at all the time and money lost just from that one scenario. That's ridiculous. And for what? For what? Just to just to do something. So your name will be trending. So we'll be talking about you like we are right now. Yeah, but the, and the thing is, we'll talk about you for five minutes, but if you were... You know, a black child walking to the, from the store with Skittles in your pocket. Right. You'd be dead. Right. But you're you're okay to do this, though. Mm-hmm. And you'll get a slap on the wrist. You'll be, oh, he's just a prank and X, Y, Z. No, he is a terrorist. Yeah. That just got thwarted ahead of time. Because it may have been a joke or he may have been kidding or may not have been a bomb this time. But, I mean, what would stop him from doing it again and actually acting on it? Right. Or we don't know. You know, the entire story hasn't come out, so. Who knows? That sucks. Um, Shout out to um, someone from my hometown. His name is Tiz. He's he actually performed at South by Southwest this I think this year is his first time doing it. Really? Yeah. So shout out to him because I that's where I seen South by Southwest because of course I'm a music person and I used to be obsessed with these music festivals. Right. And then I kind of got over it. Right. So <laughs> then I just okay. you know what I'm saying. So then I just see other people that are participating or performing or going. So. I think that's a huge accomplishment for him. So shout out to him. I think he's at his official on Instagram. So shout out to him. It's a big accomplishment. Yeah, go follow. Um, well, on to brighter news then. So I heard that for Saturday Night Live this upcoming week, T'Challa himself, Chadwick Boseman from the Carolinas, will be hosting. Yes, I did see that. And the musical guest is going to be none other than the Cardi B. That's going to be an interesting mashup. Yeah, I think... It's going to be good, though, and I think they're probably going to put her in a couple of the skits, and we're going to laugh really hard, so I can't wait to see what that dynamic looks like. But it's definitely a come-up for both of them. Like, you know, just to see both of them be able to do that, it makes me really proud. I can't wait to see what Cardi's going to wear if she's pregnant or not. I don't want to talk about it because I'm really emotional about that, and you can't tell people what to do or what should make them happy, but I just feel a way. Yeah, I'm just interested to see what she's wearing. I don't know if she's pregnant or not. It, it is what it I is. Hope but I hope not. I'm interested, interested to see. And I'm also interested to see Chadwick because after further review of the man candy that was in Black Panther, I know everybody went up for M'Baku, but Chadwick is fine as hell, okay? And they I were all good looking. They're all good looking, and Killmonger is, is still bae, but... Now, I'm talking about Chadwick, his actual personality. Yeah. Like, watching oh, yes. him in interviews, he has this silent, sexy, but confident, chocolate. He's very strong. Strong. Mm-hmm. Like, you just want to bite him. Yeah. And so, I, I <laughs> agree. Like, I wait agree. a minute, because, I mean, he was fine in the movie, but then when I seen him in interviews, I'm like, whoa. So, you don't, you don't, because that's not him. He's an, he's playing his character right. but when you see him as himself and just talking and interviewing and he did a spread in GQ and I was just like slay 
my life, Chadwick. I commented on his picture and I was like, hey, DM me your number. I'm trying to see something real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see something real quick. How did that go? Thing. He didn't say that back. Okay. But I'm, I mean, I sh- I'm shooting my shot all 2018. If I, if I see it, I, I like it. it. I'm shooting my shot. I, that's what I want you to What's do. What's the worst you can do? Ignore me, which exactly. I wasn't talking to you anyway, so it doesn't matter. Wait a minute. You weren't talking to no, me. No, he wasn't talking to me anyway. What am I losing? Like, I'm not losing anything. So, <laughs> I, you know, I went ahead and, you know, shot my shot. I like Nothing it. happened. I but, like Chadwick, it. if you're listening, and I don't know if that was your girl that was with you at the awards or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if it's not. <laughs> Stop. Get your girl up. No, I'm just saying. Let me quit. Let me quit. Because, you know, I get so, I get so many comments and text back and they'd be like Courtney you crazy like <laughs> but we already knew that I mean you are definitely crazy oh my goodness oh my gosh I am so silly but yeah Chadwick is a handsome piece of black man and so I'm excited for him I'm excited for Cardi um even if she is with child you know it is what it is whatever makes you happy whatever makes you happy boo boo but you know all I'm saying is you better strike while the iron is hot okay you know what I'm saying? Don't don't let these days pass you by. She keeps on passing. That's one, me by. one of my favorite songs hey, of all time. Hey, girl, I love that song. Me too. Speaking of comics, though, did you see that? Um, dang, what's his name? Oh. Um, I don't know why I'm having a break. Spike Lee. Yes. Yeah, girl. See, that's uh, why. I, my, that's I got why we. You. Yes. As you I always got say, you. Got you. He might be directing uh, Marvel's. Night Watch. So, okay. More black things from more black people, more more of our black legends even though there's there have been a couple times when Spike <laughs> Lee has gotten on my nerves. But um like overall, when he made she's got to have it yeah. series. I mean, that was corny as hell. You you didn't like it. It took me a long time to watch it. When I finally watched it, I found things about it that I liked. Things, but overall, overall they could have left it. That's just my own personal opinion. Some people loved it. Right. But overall, they could have left it. One thing I did see is that in the upcoming Spider-Man flick, the Dora Milaje will fight with him. Yes. Uh, so that's going to be awesome to so see. So excited about that. I love them. So. I mean, if y'all need an extra one. Okay. Clearly. Listen. Right? Have you, that's another thing we can talk about. What? Everybody shaving their head. Everybody, Everybody is shaving their head. is shaving their heads and looking it is. Let me tell you something. And there is beautiful. nothing that black women cannot pull off. Right. There's nothing that we cannot pull off. So the last person I saw that shaved their head was uh, Tamar. Tamar, Indiari shaved hers again. Okay. Sanaa, I think it's still She's short. She's still bald. Yeah. yeah. It's just. And she looks good. Like it makes. I always I always say this about when people get haircuts. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, I love it because you get to see how pretty you are. Yeah. Like it, your hair can take away from your features sometimes, and that's not saying anything about long hair, or braids, or we like nothing. Like all of it can be gorgeous, but when you when your hair is out of the way, I get to see how beautiful your features, mm-hmm. your eyes, your cheekbones, your lips are, and I just love that. So when I saw Tamar, I was like, okay, she actually looked really good. She looked really good, and she fed up with something. Because whenever you cut your hair that short, Child, we you fed talk. up. Because every time I done cut mine that we short, I've been fed are up. going to talk And you just like, it. you know what, forget it. I need a fresh start. Exactly. So, um, also, the Braxton's, a new season of the Braxton's come on on Thursday. So I'm interested to see what possessed Miss Evelyn to just start telling all, all the church's the business. Yeah. So 
because I'm still on the fence of whether or not I believe any of that was even true. And yeah. I don't want to say that about Miss Evelyn because I love Miss Evelyn. She's one of my favorite Braxton. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just interested to see what's happening. So I will be catching up with that online to see what's going on and see how Tamar is doing and all that good stuff. But yeah. this Thursday, I think at 10, it comes back on OVTV. Look at me. I need some promo. Okay. I need to check. Thank okay. you. <laughs> so many other things happened this weekend. Stuff. Um. So it's March Madness. Bracket, yes. Everybody's brackets are busted. If I cared about college basketball, I probably would be more into that, but I don't care. I, be, I was so busy that I didn't get to see a lot of the games, but what I did see was uh, the University of Maryland, Baltimore, um, County defeated the top seed Virginia mm-hmm. on Friday night, and that was pretty embarrassing. I mean, embarrassing. It was so funny because whenever I flew back to North Carolina, there was a guy who got on the flight who had his Virginia paraphernalia on, like mm-hmm. he went to school there. And <laughs> I looked at my coworker and I was like, yeah, he probably, that's school pride right there because he probably should have turned that inside, inside out. Because if I was laughing, I know a bunch of other people on the plane were laughing too. But if he went there, ain't no way he was going to do that. Yeah. I'd have been like, bump y'all. <laughs> but um, um, the only thing, I don't know. It's just, I have been really like feeling a way about the whole oh, college yeah. basketball and them not getting paid. And, you know, I was talking to my, um, I call him my my good brother, my, my brother Javaro. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him about it. And he was basically like that back in the day. Chris Chris Weber has said, yes. my jerseys are $60 in the store and I, I can't buy pizza. Girl, if you ever see the documentary, it is so good. And I don't know if they mended their relationship at all, but like, that'll really tear, I mean, that really tore them apart. Because think about it. You're offering people a college education, but what if I wasn't going to go to college anyway? Right. This though, I'm trying, I need money to take care of myself and my family. Right. What if I, what if my dad had a, a detailing business or he was a mechanic and that's what I wanted to do. Right. You offer me free school don't mean nothing to me because I'm not going to do none of this work anyway. You're going to pass me because I'm an athlete. You know, that's what they do. Yeah. So you offering me room and board here is what? That's, I mean, what? Yeah. I mean, a chance to potentially go to the NBA, but now you can, you know, before you could just go or you can go straight to the NBA, like not even go to college. Like, so, I mean, I'm just trying to understand, like, why do you feel like the coaches in these programs can make so much money off of me, off of, off me, of my name and I don't get anything, but a free ride to a university that I could potentially be one and done and not even have a degree anyway. Right. Like, yeah, Fab, Fab Five, uh, the Michigan Fab Five was, a, like, a really good example of that. Mm-hmm. Like, after, I don't think I had an opinion, a strong opinion about it until I saw that, and I was like, oh, no. I don't think I did either until I got to be an adult and really thought about it. Because before, I was like, well, you going to school for free, and we paying, so you should be happy. But then when I started thinking, like, but... The so? amount of money. Yeah, it's still not enough yeah, compared a- to what the school and the coaches and the, the um, merch compared to what they're making, that ain't nothing. No. So, yeah, I'm kind of off of college basketball at this moment. Okay, then I'm off of it with you. Um, Something (laughs) I want to attend next year, if I could, if somehow I could attend the uh, wearable wearable art gallery at the um, Waco Theater, which was co-founded by Tina Knowles. Mama Tina. Well, she's not a nose anymore. She's a loss. Yeah, she is. And living her best life. And Richard Lawson. I was just looking at um before and after pictures of him from when he was young, you know, back in mm-hmm. the day on the stories. And now, and like, he's he looks even better now. He looks even better, and he passed those jeans on to his daughter. 
But she's a vampire. Because she hasn't aged a bit. Not one. Not, she still you can put looks, 16-year-old Bianca Lawson next to however old she is right now. Is she in her 40s yet? I don't know, but she's definitely older than me, and I'm in my 30s. I, I feel like Bianca's already 40, at least. And she, her skin, like, if if you all do not watch Queen Sugar, y'all missing out. Queen Sugar is so beautifully written and shot, and everybody in that show, like, they're, they're just radiant. Like, everything about them, their skin, their hair, like, when, when they do close-ups, like, she looks like she has on, like, no makeup. And she is flawless. Flawless? Pun intended, word to Beyonce. Oh, my she God. She is flawless. It's her birthday. Whose? Bianca Lawson. Oh, my gosh. Happy birthday, Happy Bianca. birthday, girl. She fit right in. Bianca. Boom. She fit right on in. She really does. I see her in pictures with, like, that whole family. Like, you know, the family mesh together. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this was How meant to be. How old is she? Um... Do we know? She's 39. I knew she was older She's 39. Okay, so she's getting ready. She's knocking on 40, looking like she's 16. She she could play a high schooler. Absolutely. Still. I would cast her. That is crazy. Well, happy birthday, Bianca. And I did see um, Kofi posting that they are already shooting for season yeah. three. So Queen Sugar is about to get back on and popping. And I'm excited about that because it's one of my favorite shows. Um, you know, put together um, after the book by Ava and Oprah. Yeah. And each episode, they have a um, director who is a woman of color or a woman, period. Yeah. And so that's another reason why I really like it. I love that. It's it's a story for, for families, but it, it just shows you the power of the black family and the power of women, too. So... Fact. Check it out, y'all. It's a good show. Fact. Back to the gala. Back to the gala. We went all the way off on Bianca. <laughs> um, because we started talking about her dad and how good he looks in his jeans. So this year their theme was from Waco to Wakanda. Yes. Which I thought was really nice. And they honored two women that we care about. Beyonce, who was honored by Michelle Obama um, as, with a humanitarian award. So that was Amazing just to see Michelle Obama saying how she admired she and is inspired by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And then um, Gloria Carter, um, mm-hmm. Jay-Z's mom, she was the recipient of the Everyday People Award because she's the co-founder of the Sean Carter Foundation. Mm-hmm. So I think over at that foundation, their mission is to help those faced with socioeconomic hardships. Mm-hmm. So they honored the both of them as well. But the highlight of the whole thing, Always. and I know you already saw it, she steals Always. the show. So Blue Ivy gets into this bidding war with Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, your parents have so much money that they will hand you the little fan so that you can bid. But you should have seen Jay-Z. Well, you probably did, did. see Jay-Z trying to um, get, her to, stop get her to stop bidding. So she got up to $19,000 on a Sydney Portier painting. Mm-hmm. And then Tyler, they stopped her. So Tyler, <laughs> Tyler Perry outbid her um, at 20000 But I just thought, just watching it was really funny. And, of course, they talked, they stopped to talk about why, you know, she was bidding. Yeah. You know, about her family discussing in the house the importance of, you know, owning artwork mm-hmm. as well as real estate and stuff like that. So I thought it was good. It was cute. And it's always, it's always 
funny to see Jay Z being a dad and like acting goofy with her. Like it's it's always funny to see, and I enjoy seeing that side of him. So it was very very cute. Me too. And I noticed like now that he's getting older and he is a father of three that he's like he just looks more jovial in pictures mm-hmm. with other people too. Mm-hmm. Like he's taking pictures with other people's kids. Mm-hmm. I've seen them posted up and stuff like that. So it's been really nice. A different kind of black boy joy, like I said before. Yes. He done gone to therapy and gotten himself together. Cause honey. You do that shit again, you're you gonna, gonna lose your, your wife. Beyonce <laughs> <laughs> was not playing with his ass. Like, do you not know who I am? I am beyond motherfucking say, okay? It will I, go down in here. I Don't get me started. Somebody post this week, it made me laugh. Um, it said, My wedding vows. And then it, it just said, you ain't married to no average bitch boy. Yes, that's, I've seen it. And that's I was hilarious. like, that had me rolling. Because I was like, accurate. 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 It goes back to what I said a few episodes ago about your mate, i.e. the man. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm speaking from a woman's perspective. And and I guess a, a, the other way around, too. Right, right. You got to be their biggest fan. Like, what am Standing. I with you? What am I with you for if you think you can do better? Go do better. Right. I mean, I'm not saying that you can't. You may, Maybe you can find something that's better for you. But go do that. Right. If, because if, if that's the case, then why are you with me? Mm-hmm. Bye, Ashy. <laughs> that's Bye. My, that's Jasmine's favorite. Uh, my sister Jasmine, that is like her favorite statement. Bye, Ashy. Bye, Ashy. Ashy. Goodbye. Using that cheap-ass jergens. Goodbye, Ashy. What if I liked Jergens? Then we're going to upgrade you. Because that right there, you okay. go outside in a hint of cold. And you're going to be right <laughs> back ashed up. Looking like you've been playing in baby powder. So, Man. we're going we're gonna to boost you. I mean, I would prefer Vaseline to Jergens. At least you know you're going to be greasy. That's true. <laughs> so, um, other than that, I, I saw a few other things. Like, Toys R Us isn't going to make it. Looks like, that you know, sad. they failed at bankruptcy. I personally was never a Toys R Us kid. Always wanted to be one. Never was able to, no. you know, afford to go to Toys R Us. But lots of people have an attachment to Toys R Us, and so I saw people taking their kids to get the last, you know, toy that they were gonna buy, or people asking if they could still get bikes online. So, <clears throat> shout out to another one of our childhood things going away. Yeah, because kids, everybody's either ordering online or yeah. kids aren't playing with toys. They're playing with tablets. It's true. And I was, I couldn't afford to be a Toys R Us kid, mm-hmm. but I remember getting, I remember when the Christmas catalog, the Toys R Us catalog would come in the mail and my mama would give it to me and I would sit there and just circle everything I wanted. That's torture. No, it wasn't because, I mean, some of the stuff would be at Walmart. Okay. Yeah. I That's mean, fair. You know, some of the stuff would be at Walmart. The stuff that I could get, I, I got. Now, of course, I wasn't going to get everything on there. Right. But I liked it because I got to look through like, ooh, I, mean, I want this, I want that, you know, I mean, yeah. it was, it was always fun. For me to do, so that's kind of, that sucks, but, I mean, I didn't get to shop at Toys R Us anyway, so. Thanks. I was Walmart, Kmart, Big Lots, Roses. Low-key, high-key, Big Lots got, like, some of the same toys that are at Walmart. Big Lots was a jump off. And food. And food. And they got. And it's cheaper. And they got t-shirts, too. And they got the good lotion. Do they have good lotion? They do have good lotion. What kind of lotion that Big Lots got? Listen, I got I got sensitive dry skin, so I can't use nothing out of Big Lots unless got, it's petroleum jelly. They got that too, oh, okay. and they got Blue Magic. Now that is good. Grease. That is that's what I use growing up. Blue Magic, and then you get your hair pressed, you start sizzling. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, girl. Mm-hmm. The Black Experience personified. <laughs> so, um, you know what? This week I really wanted to talk about something specific. 
since today is the official start of spring, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk about cleaning out your closet and it's so funny because you're talking about thrifting and you're able to thrift because you know people have gone and kind of purged their own homes so that you know one one man's trash is another man's treasure Mm -hmm. or woman in this case but when we're talking about spring cleaning we usually you know clean out the garage we clean out the closet we throw away clothes and shoes and give away things we don't want we Lysol the refrigerator down, you know, clean up everything. But what do we do for ourselves internally? So spring cleaning should also have an emotional um, aspect of it. Right, true. And so I just wanted to talk through that a little bit and kind of give the people some tips, maybe some things that you already do, some things that you should do, that I should do, um, that we're not doing at this time, but we know is healthy practice for our lives um one thing that i can say um that i think is is a a good place to start um and you don't you don't have to do exactly what i'm about to say or you know follow this um specifically but i feel like everyone should journal anything especially at this the start of spring anything from the past season, the past few months that has been bothering you, get in the habit of journaling and getting those things out. Even if you never say it to whoever it is that has wronged you or bothered you, or even if you never speak those things to anybody else, get that out on paper um, at the start of the season and then just throw it away. It's just symbolic Mm. of releasing it and letting it be in the past, letting old things die so new things can grow. I think everyone should get in the habit of just writing and journaling and expressing themselves because not everyone is is um, good with displaying their emotions or talking to other people just outright about what they're feeling. So I think, you know, moving into this new season, um, we're still here, we're still alive, we still have, you know, lots of things to do and we don't need to carry all of that excess emotional weight within us. All right. So I just feel like, a part of spring cleaning is journaling, getting it out, finding a way to express those emotions constructively that's going to allow you to move forward into all the rest of the seasons of your life. I like it. Thanks, girl. You're welcome. I'm going to yell at Jr. Ma'am, some I hope days. not. Some, some days, I'm the girl with the blonde braids from Friday, and then other days, I'm going to yell at Benzant. I can take that. I like balance. I, well, that's my favorite word, you know, balance. Craig, you know I love your mama. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I also, you know, we were talking about hair and talking about how a lot of women are starting to shave their hair. Not even not even shave it all the way, but, you know, some people get haircuts when they're going through things. I know for me, most of the time I keep my hair cut short, but I will go through a, an entire change. So... I think it's important sometimes to change your look, whether it's, you know, learning how to put on makeup or Mm -hmm. changing your hairstyle. Maybe if you had short hair, maybe you want to start growing yours. Just become, especially like after, whether it's a breakup and it doesn't have to be like a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. It can be a breakup of friendships. It can be, you know, cutting off a family member or something like that. But just changing the way you look, maybe exercising, Mm -hmm. changing your body. You know, those things matter. It gives Revenge you a different <laughs> child. Because <laughs> I've had one of those before, and let me tell you, it felt so good. Revenge by day. 
but just changing something um, about the way that you look, even if it's your style of dress, you know, it can give you just a different perspective, you know, make you hold your head up a little higher. It's like getting your hair done almost Mm -hmm. walking a little taller, Mm -hmm. being a little more confident. I seen something on Instagram. Instagram be having some good memes. Mm -hmm. It was something on Instagram. I can't remember everything that it said, but it was like, you know, get your money together, get your body together, get your look together. Yeah. You know, get yourself together. Right. That's what you should be worried about. So moving into spring, you know, spring cleaning, clean up your aesthetic. Right. Clean up your your look. Clean up your diet. You know, just get your life cleaned up and, and rid of all the excess baggage that you don't need or that's keeping you stagnant or keeping you you know, vibrating at a low point. Right. That was a good one, too. That's so funny. I mean, I I agree with that. And, um, you know, sometimes, like, a lot of doctors will tell women that are preparing for babies, like, you have to get your house in order. You hear the same phrase when you're at church. It does not always mean the same thing. Right. But to your point, like, even down to, you know, what you're putting in your body, like, get your house in order if you're in preparation for brand new things. Yeah, you, you have to have a clean space for it to live. Listen, I talk about this all the time because I have friends that always say, well, single friends at that, mm-hmm. um, or just associates or acquaintances, whatever, and they're like, well, I want a man that's X, Y, Z, and da, 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 da. And then I be thinking to myself, I don't say this to them because I don't hurt anybody's feelings, but I be thinking to myself, but you but ain't got X, Y, Z. So when you meet that man that's got what you want, he gonna be looking at you like, no, because... You ain't got what I want. So, you know, make yourself the best version of you for you to prepare for that best, the best version of that job you want, the house you want, you know, that little convertible you want, you know, that man you want. So So you have the space to function and to accept those things and you're ready for it. Facts. That was a good one. Now, you know something I have a problem with? What, girl? Deleting and blocking. Why? I don't know. I, I don't know, and it's not even full-on attachment issues like I need to continue to be friends or be in a relationship with or continue to talk to people. I used to make the excuse back in the day like, oh, I keep people's phone numbers because if they call, I want to know who not to answer for, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, but it's so funny when people talk about blocking people like on social media. And I always say, I've never blocked anybody in my whole life. And I really haven't, but sometimes... That's necessary. Like that is essential yeah. for your own mental health. I was that's where I was about to go. Like there are certain people that I don't need to see. Right. And they don't need to see me. Right. Especially if you've chosen to be in this situation. Especially right. if I didn't put you chose to be in this situation. Right. And if seeing you is gonna cause me any duress, mm-hmm. I don't have to see you. Right. You don't have to see me. And I know some people are like, girl, let them see you. For what? Right. For what? Why do you want to see what I'm doing? Why do you want to see my glow up? For what? Because you could have been here with me during it. Right. You chose not to be. So why do you need to see me? Why do I need to put myself in, you know, with you popping up in my feed all the time? Especially if you got a lot of mutual friends. I don't want to see that shit. Right. And I'm sorry if this is your friend and you post this person a lot, you will get blocked too. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it. Right. Because... I don't, I don't have the need, need that to. You don't need in your life. I don't need none, mm-hmm. nothing about that person or persons with an S 
in my life and I don't need to see you because I'm sorry, but just because somebody isn't verbally saying it to you, you don't know what the people are speaking over you. That's true. They see you getting blessed or they see you doing X, Y, Z and they wishing bad on you or, you know, somebody else bring it up and they like, oh yeah, well I know she did X, Y, Z and I remember when she did, I, bye, right. we ain't even got to go there because right. you blocked. Ironic that you would say that because one of the things that I was thinking about that's really healthy as far as spring cleaning emotionally really is prayer. And if, you know, either prayer or like meditation or setting your intentions Mm -hmm. or manifesting like with the universe, like whatever, I do it all. I do too. And I know like I kind of touched on it a little bit before we started the show today um, just with you, but. I've just been literally saying things out loud and right away they've been like coming to fruition. There is not even any lag time. And so there really is like power in the tongue and like power in putting things out there and setting your intentions. And sometimes it really just boils down to you saying it out loud so you can hear it. So you can start making a plan for what you're going to do. Cause sometimes we want things internally and then it's kind of like, Oh, well, I don't know how it's going to happen, but it'll happen, but it won't like, you know, faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't act on things, then those things aren't going to come to you just because you're wishing them in your head. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the thing that are important. that's the thing that I've stopped doing is even casually saying, I don't want X, Y, Z, because when you say it, you're putting it out there that those are things you don't want. You don't want, right. So. For the longest time, I was someone who was saying, well, I don't want to be married and I don't want to have kids, which is a lie. It's not true. I may not want to have them yet, right? but I'm not going to keep throwing that out there because it's kind of like a a guard that we put up. I've done it. And you keep saying, I don't want to be married. So God keeps sending you people that don't want to marry you. Mm -hmm. They're not marriage material. It's a defense mechanism. Exactly. And then you wonder why. You keep ending up with bullshit people because you keep saying you don't want to get me. You want to play. And so this is what you're getting. I'll take that a little further. What I I'm trying to get in the habit of doing. I'm not even sure that I do it frequently, but I'm going to try really hard not to say what I don't want Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. And there are some things that I do not want to happen or to have or whatever. But instead of saying what I don't want, I'm going to just try to say what I do want. Yeah. Focus my energy on that. And one thing that I always say is, I, I'm, I really, other than that whole with the kids and the marriage and all that stuff, that was, that was one thing that I used to say I don't want. I've completely quit saying that because that would be a lie if I said I didn't want it. Right. Because I feel like every woman wants to know that you want to experience motherhood. You want to experience being a wife. So I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I don't want that. But what I say now is whenever it's time, just let it happen. Right. If, if it's supposed to happen and when it's supposed to happen, it's going to happen. I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, I don't want this. And I'm not going to let that be the focus of everything that I do either. Right. But I'm not going to put out there that I don't want it because I say this because it has happened in my lifetime and time again. When you say that you want something or you don't want something, that is what you're going to get. Right. You put it out there, you're going to get it. So, you know, with spring cleaning, start being more positive and saying, you know, like, this is what I want. I don't know how it's going to get done, yeah. but this is what I want. And watch how the steps will fall into place. Like, 
there is a specific type of car that I want. Okay. I cannot afford this car. Right. I don't know. If, I don't know how I'm going to be At able to this afford time. this car. But I have a friend that is going to take me to test drive this car because I'm going to get in it and manifest that one day I'm going to drive off the lot and this is going to be my car. Pay for I'm it driving too. that car. Not well. I I don't know. You know. I don't know. No. I'm gonna go. I'm going because I'm manifesting that that is what I'm going to have. Correct. And I like it. That's what's gonna be. And I'll come scoop you up. We go ride and go. Come on now. <laughs> you already know. And I'm going to get in, too. I was just thinking, sometimes I do my best work whenever I clean up. And so, mm-hmm. And get my best sleep. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, whether you're at work or whether you're at home, sometimes you do need to throw some things away or fold some things up or, you know, spray something in the air. Just to kind of clean up your environment so that you can sleep well, so that you can mentally focus on, you know, the task at hand. So that's important, too. That's what we are talking about when I was saying I can't function in clutter. Oh, yeah. I can't can't. not. It's funny. Because you did. You mentioned um, that you didn't like clutter at the beginning of the show. Listen. why I can't thrift. My brother laughs at me because let's say we're going on, like, a road trip somewhere. Mm Mm-hmm. I do not like to have stuff on my back seat. Okay. It it really makes me anxious. I'm like, we got to figure out how this is going to sit in the back seat or it's got to go in the trunk because I don't want all of that. Just knowing that it's just stuff piled up back there yeah. drives me. It, it really makes me <laughs> anxiety. It's so crazy, but it does. And so sometimes when he's getting in my car, he's like, let me get this situated because yeah. I know you don't like And I'm like, you're right. Let's figure out how we're going. So Because when I look back, I don't need to see... All of that. No. That's going to drive me crazy. So, I don't know when and why I became that way, but I do not like to feel cluttered. Whether it's in the physical sense, like my environment, whether it's in my mind, whether it's in relationships, I do not like to feel cluttered and or smothered. Mm -hmm. You got to clean that stuff out. Why do I feel this way? Like something, and, and I feel like when you're feeling that way, it's too much of something going on. Right. Okay. That's you know, fair. it's too much of something going on or you have too much of something. Right. That you need to get rid of that excess. You need to clean up the excess out of your life. Right. Um, so. You know, it's something that I, I know personally that I need to work on is cutting my schedule. So I've always been a busybody, and I kind of know where that comes from. Um, but it's funny because when I was in high school, I'm like, I'm gonna, you know, rest a little bit when I get to college. Now we both know when I got to college, I was all over the place, mm-hmm. not in a bad way, but just in everything. So I said, okay, when I graduate from college, I'm going to take a break, graduated from college and it got worse. Progressively. I'm just busy all the time because I feel like there's so much to do. Um, but something I've been toying with over the last two weeks is, there's nothing wrong with cutting your schedule, minimizing some things. You'll get to do it all, but you got to be here to be able to do it. You can't do mm-hmm. it if you wear yourself out. You can't do it from the grave. You got to get some rest. And so cutting your schedule and redefining your relationships with people. Mm-hmm. So I know I I am someone who believes in loyalty, right? But I also know that we, and by we, I mean the collective, get into this habit where we've been friends with someone for 20 years or 10 years or whatever, or we've known them since childhood or they're my best friend. Mm -hmm. And so like your loyalty is to that person and only that person. 
And sometimes those relationships, if they're not benefiting you, and I don't mean in a, how can I say this? I, you know, I don't mean in a way that like we're at 100%, I'm using you and you're not getting anything from the relationship. Mm -hmm. But if you are the individual who's not getting anything from the relationship, then maybe it doesn't even mean cut them off. Maybe it's just time to redefine who they are in your life and where they are until they can be a better friend. My mom used to always tell me, people will do for you or love you the best way they know how, but that doesn't mean that it's good enough for you. You have to decide mm -hmm. that, right? And so redefining your relationships during this this season is going to be really important as well. And, and, and not only that, but not having guilt associated with it. Right. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's the hard part. Yeah, you feel guilty. You feel guilty because you love people, but if you're not getting from them what you need, the basic need. The basic, because, exactly. Because, you know, I'm, I'm of the belief that most people aren't needy, right, in, in their friendships. Um, some are, not all. But if you can't get the basics of what you need out of a, a friendship, you know, the love and the respect that you're requesting because everybody's different, then, you know... Not saying those people aren't people aren't your friends, but maybe just redefinition is in order. Gotcha. Um, something that I think that you know needs to happen with the spring cleaning, um, basically as in you know our our lives and, and what we do in our everyday mm -hmm. activities activities is I think that we need to clean up our toxic behaviors. Yeah. Um. Whether it's poor eating habits, poor spending habits, um, negative self-talk, doubting yourself, um, being lazy. Just being downright lazy is toxic. It is. Making excuses for ourselves, being jealous or envious of people who are actually out here doing the work. Amen. Um, those are toxic behaviors that we need to clean up i know it, it one thing that really trips me out is when i see people that are working themselves to the bone but still don't have no money but yeah. you're out every weekend you got nails done every two weeks mm -hmm. your hair always on point. always on point which is okay but i mean you mean to tell me like and this is just me i am very self-sufficient yeah if I need to give myself a manicure, I can do that. Right. I have all the supplies to do it. Right. And I've done that, I think it was since August, mm -hmm. because I needed to get myself back in a position like we just talked about. Yeah. I needed to get my savings back up because for about a almost year and a half period, I was not where I needed to be financially. Right. But nails stay done. I was going everywhere, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. But you, you learned. Yeah, I'm doing this to myself. How can I sit here and complain about I don't have X, Y, Z? When I'm doing this, I'm driving myself in a hole. Hmm. So for six months, I think after my birthday up until last month, I did not get manicures. Then, yeah. I did them myself. Now, the feet is a different, different story. Right. I can polish my own toes, but now you got to go to work on Myra's feet. Plus, it's just, <laughs> it just feels good. But like that, like. And I would put that money aside. Right. And I did that, and um, I actually got put onto an app called Capital. And it's a, um, is it FDIC or FCD or whatever it is, secured 
banking institution. Mm-hmm. And that $25 I took out. And within no time, I had $1,000 in that bank account. Right. Just over there. Right. That I wasn't even thinking about. That's right. You know, so we got to stop the toxic behaviors that are keeping us in these positions. Fear is having fear is a toxic behavior. Mm -hmm. Being so scared to make a move and to take risk, like we were talking about calculated risk, not just crazy risk. Calculated risk. You know, those are toxic behaviors, Mm -hmm. self deprecating behaviors that we need to look into our psychological closets and get rid of those things. And I'm only saying this because I have done it and I do it and I'm working on it. So that's what I think that we all need to clean up is the toxic behaviors that we, that we participate in and that we enable others in. Right. I like it. That's my favorite so far. You know, it's funny. I asked the guys, um, and, more often than not, I got a very aggressive mm. response. Not like aggressive towards me, but just nothing calming. And so we had to come back to the table. And finally, um, when I was talking to Ken, he was saying, well, you know, maybe fishing. So just asking in ways that even the men decompress. And I know that men and women can use everything that we said today. But what I found when I asked the women, how do you decompress or how do you emotionally cleanse? It came across the same way we're discussing it now. When I talked to the men, it was a different story. So I'd just be curious to know also, you know, what some of our listeners uh, who are male do to do some spring cleaning, cleaning emotionally. Boxing is a good one, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've, I've had boxing, woo, too. Girl. You just take everything out on mm-hmm. that bag. And you go you end home up being tired, tired. Yep. And rest. I used to sleep so good when I boxed. Because I would be exhausted. Shoulders sore. Mm-hmm. But I would feel so yeah. good. Legs feel like good. rubber. Looking good. Toning up. Boxing is an uh, awesome mm-hmm. yeah, awesome way to, to get in shape and to de-stress. True. So. You got anything else? Um, The only other thing I had as far as um, spring cleaning was to... Clean up and get rid of any grudges that you're holding. Mm-hmm. Especially grudges that the person don't even know you got a grudge against them. True. Let it go. Now, are you of the mindset, because I know there are two different pe- kinds of people. There are people who think you should let it go, and there are people who think you should address it. Like, even if the person doesn't know, like, go ahead and address it with them so you can get it out of the way. What do you think? It depends on the situation and the person. Okay. That's fair. It depends on the situation and the person. If it's somebody who is near to me, then mm-hmm. I may address it. Mm-hmm. If it's somebody that I don't want back in my life, I don't care. Right. But I'm not going to carry it around. Like, I'm not going to be upset with you about it. Because right. you off living your life. What You don't care. Right. And I'm just carrying around all of that animosity, giving myself high blood pressure and risk for stroke and, you know, all of this kind of stuff. And you over here living your good life, honey. Wig snatched. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting over here upset with my hair falling out. No. Right. Bye, Ashy. I'm going to just wish you well and say, Lord, I was upset, but I'm going to let it go because it ain't doing nobody no good. You ain't bothering me. I ain't bothering you. Move along. But if it's somebody that I care about, I may need to address it just so I know that they know that I did value them in some way. And it's not that we ever have to be back to where we were, 
but I just want to let you know this is how I feel right. so I can move forward. Because, But that's only if it was somebody that I really cared about. Right. And I feel like I need to say this to you. But anybody else, girl? Can't keep Mariah rocks. Carey. I don't know, I don't know her. her. Right. <laughs> I don't know her or him. Goodbye. I like it. Um, one one other thing I do want to mention, I really believe in a good purge. And mm-hmm. by purging, I mean a good cry. For me, sometimes it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and I don't even intentionally hold on to stuff, but I'm like, this don't bother me. That don't bother me. This is petty. Like, I'm not going to get upset over that. And then one day, I am just bawling my eyes out. But you know what? After I do that, I feel much better. Mm-hmm. Like, at 100%, I'm like, whoo, we can, we can go do some things now. Mm-hmm. You know, I can do something with this now. So, I also believe in a good purge. And if you feel like you've been holding back tears for a couple weeks, like, I, it's funny because they used to laugh at me at one of my jobs when I told them, I plan my cries if I can. <laughs> if I think that I'm going to cry, I won't do it uh-huh. in front of other people. I'll be like, okay, today is the day. Mm-hmm. I feel it. It's in my chest. So I'm, when I get home at 6 o'clock, I'm going to take my shower, make me some tea, get in the bed, turn on um, one of those Brad Pitt movies that makes me cry, and just have it out. See, music I'll turn, Music makes me cry. Mm-hmm. Honey, all you got to do is put on a good whisper. Janae Aiko, girl, you going to cry. My whisper singer, Yes, Janae. my boo. You going to cry. Yeah, that's the, true. Janae is my, she's my cry, she's my cry musician. Okay. If I feel a way and I need to like let go, I will, and driving is when I do most of my crying. Really? Girl, yes. You can't I'm, see why you cry yes, and drive. What's wrong with you? Yes, I can. I love, I love to just be by myself with my music on, driving aimlessly somewhere, just letting it out. <laughs> letting it out you know it's, it's 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 calming you know just the music is loud and you just let it out that's that's just how i like to do my cry or i do it late at night in the bed right <laughs> what can't nobody hear well you know i love cinematography and so i mentioned movies but it's usually like whatever the theme song of the movie that makes me sad comes on like god there's one movie Ooh, i got per- one there's one movie in particular, I promise you, I cry as soon as the theme music starts at the beginning. The movie hasn't even happened yet. Or like I was telling somebody that Schindler's List, when I hear the song Schindler's List, it makes me cry because of the movie. Like when I see that little girl running with the red coat when the whole movie was in black and white, like I can just visualize that even if I hear it on the radio. I just burst into tears. You know what does me that way? What? Whenever I hear um Why didn't you say Child Poetic Justice yes. Stevie Wonder every I cry at that point. Every, every time. time. And even when I hear that song, it makes me sad. Really? At that the song itself makes me sad. The words to the song, that is a that is a tearjerker for me. Right. That song makes me cry. And I instantly think about Janet being in her house, making her popcorn, mm-hmm. putting hot sauce on it, looking in the mirror crying every time I hear that song. So that is, other than that, I don't I don't have um, any. Only other one that gets me a tad bit emotional when I hear it is Never Can Say Goodbye by Michael Jackson because I think about Crooklyn (laughs) when Troy was going back to the city and leaving. I think about that. That kind of gets me emotional too. But it won't make me cry. But 
Stevie Wonder, why, why didn't you say? say, will make me cry. Love it. Mm-hmm. So, other than that, any anything else? No, that's pretty much it. I think I think that's pretty much. Well, that's yeah, it's a good list of things good. to work on and I'm to do. Take some of your suggestions and really clean out my emotional closet. I'm gonna take some of yours too, girl, because she gets <laughs> she gets balled up and a little angry little man be just in Listen. the chest, ready to bust out, <laughs> and I have to calm him or her down. It, it changes on the down of what she. I'm you, glad you're going to the therapy, girl, because she will get highly irritated. <laughs> so. Have to work on that. I love it. Um, so this week's either inspirations or funnies. What got to you this week? Um, funnies. I will have to say, we already talked about mm-hmm. Jay and Blue. <laughs> they yes. got to me because I just love. I just think Blue is such an adorable little girl. She really is. I I get the impression that she's extremely well-rounded. Yeah. Like a, in a humanistic way, not necessarily because her her parents can afford this lesson or that lesson and this education or whatever. Just she just seems like a balanced child, like an emotionally balanced and child. And she's well-behaved. Mhm. She sits right there and does whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think that was, it was just inspiration for me. And it, and it made me feel good to see a father and a daughter like that. Right. Because that is one of the most important relationships in a little girl's life. And just to see how happy she looked and how goofy he was acting with her trying to snatch that fan. That was hilarious to me. So I just, that really like melted my heart and. Just made me. It just gave me the feel goods. Fathers be good to your daughters. Yes, John Mayer, come on through, Listen, honey. Come on through with the song. That references. It's real. Woo! That song is so real. Daughters will love like you do. Girls become lovers who turn, turn into mothers. mothers. So mothers be, be good, good to, to your daughters, daughters too. too. Yes. It's so real. Hallelujah, John Mayer. I come swear. on through. He wrote that song. Yes, he did. Even though he pissed me. I've been off John Mayer for a while because his comments were reckless. Really. Girl, let's talk about it later. We're gonna talk about it off show. Okay, but um, so what about you? What made you happy? (laughs) Funny, inspiration. I saw a lot of funnies this week, but I'm gonna tell you what got me. I had to watch it a million times, and when we're done recording this show, I'm gonna watch it again. That is Migos, walk it like I talk it. Have you seen the video? Girl, no. Oh my god! So like. Jamie Foxx is in the video playing. Is like, that why he had that outfit on that day? Uh, probably so. Like a like a seventies type yes. outfit. Okay, because they they caught him at the gas station acting silly. For real, with that he on. did that yes. on purpose. So he plays a character called Ron Delirious, like Don Cornelius. Mm-hmm. And so the Migos are doing the show or whatever, and Drake is in the video, of course, with a Jerry curl. Like it is so good. It just gives you like a nostalgic feel to back when you were a kid watching. Soul Train on Saturday mornings. I'm gonna have to and watch the Migos it. like really play the role. So I really enjoyed that. That gave me joy this week. Sometimes it's the small things. Okay, I got one more inspiration. Okay. And I know, you know, this is for us by us, but did you watch Sex in the City? Yes. So Miranda, mm-hmm. Cynthia Nixon mm-hmm. is running for I think governor or something <gasps> in New York. Really? Yes. It's and, woman it's women's month. We can you, talk about and it. And that just Oh my God, that just made me, 
I'm like, Miranda? I mean, really? Miranda? Oh my God, Miranda. Like, yes, that just, I mean, that just shows that women can just do anything. Yeah, and and I like the fact that people are starting to know that, like, they're not pigeonheld to mm. a certain thing. Like, even when, I don't hate to bring him up, but... Even when Will Smith was talking about why he got on Instagram, he was like, you know, back in the day, you used to have to have some mystery about yourself, but now, you know, you can just be out here doing this. And so Ellen showed him how, and it's kind of like, you can do whatever you want to. Listen, if if Donald Trump can be the president, you can do and be whatever you want, whoever you want, however you want. So that gave me inspiration too to see her really taking a stand and going for it to make a difference. So I like it. Hey Miranda Girl. Since it's still women's month, which I that's one of the things I wanted to remind you guys. I know like every week we've been talking about phenomenal women. And so I won't go um through a whole list, but I did want to give a shout out to Ava DuVernay because we talked about um the comics a little bit earlier and I read that she's going to direct the um, new gods for Warner Brothers in mm. DC. So on to the next. Like she on is to the next on, on to the next just one. being amazing, doing phenomenal things and now she's going to be directing for Warner Brothers and DC. And then um do you know who Jessie I hope I'm saying her name right, Jessie Stanley is so I've seen her in a couple commercials, but she's a yoga instructor in Durham, North Carolina. I bet you if you see yes, her I do. picture, she's, you'll know. Um, she's thick. Yeah, so yes. she studied. Short hair. Mm-hmm. Yes. She studied. Um, she did training at a program in Asheville at the yoga center. She's a body positive advocate. Mm-hmm. And she is bad. You hear me? Like, she is doing moves that I just cannot. She was on a commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen her on a commercial. And she's she's been featured in on Good Morning America, in the New York Times, um, and somewhere else that I saw. New York Magazine, I've seen her there before. And her site is jessiemanstanley.com. It's J-E-S-S-A-M-Y-N-S-T-A-N-L-E-Y.com. Her first and last name.com. But um, I just wanted to give her a shout-out because she's basically local. And, you know, you and I mm-hmm. both moved from Durham. Um, so she's right there in our area, and she's amazing. Yeah, I've seen her on the commercial. Yep. Um, other than that, I don't have any any other um, awesome women. I feel like we talked about so many women, but I do want to talk about the importance of sisterhood and just things that I see about people saying that, oh, I don't have female friends and I don't got that many friends or whatever. And um, I wanted to read this quote by Toni Morrison because, ooh, I don't want to start crying. You can if you want to. Ooh, Jesus, I don't want to start crying. I'll get you a paper teller. But I always, I love my family. You know, my family, that's my family. Yeah. But my friends are the family that I have chosen. Yes. And without... Girl, I'm about to cry. That's okay. Hold on. And without some of my friends, I really don't know how I would make it through a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, I just wanted to read this to all of the amazing women that are listening to this. Um, you and the the my other friends that are in my life that sit up with me, that listen to me, 
fuss, that listen to me cry, that listen to my ideas, that love me through all of my crazy. And it's a, um, a quote by Toni Morrison. And the quote reads, she is a friend of mine. She gathered me, man. The pieces I am, she gathered them and give them back to me in all the right order. It's good, you know, when you got a woman who is a friend of your mind. So I just want to send that out to all of the sisters and let you know that I love you and especially my sisters. Just thank you for being there for me and keeping me lifted even when I feel like shit. <laughs> so... I just wanted to read that to all the amazing women. Ooh. And I'm teary-eyed. I it's see. Gonna be okay. I'm red in the face. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Aww. We it's love okay. you. I love you too, girl. I love you. <laughs> this is why they come back to hear that infectious laugh every week. I, girl, my laugh is a mess. But they better love me. And y'all better like, share, follow, send it to your friends. Don't have me up here getting teary-eyed for nothing. <laughs> Shoot. I'm a G out here in these streets. So, what's your good word? I mean, that's a good word. Like, what's your good word for the week if you have one other than that? Girl, I got all the good words. Listen, I've been centered in my being and God be just dropping the words up in my brain or whatever. Be dropping the words so, up in your brain? And he, and that's how he do it. So, yeah. he be like, this is what you need sometimes, to say. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it hurts. Okay. But I have found that whenever I put that stuff out there, it be for somebody. Every time. Because my DMs be lighting up with people I don't even really talk Same. to. Same. Same. So, um, my good word for the good people is God will set up the pins. All you got to do is come by and knock them down. That's it. I believe in that. God will set those pins up. You may not be able to see when, how, where, and who he's using to put those pins into place, but your job is to be ready to knock them down. And it, it just goes back to, and God just gave me this today when I was walking. Right. Like I didn't read that. You know, sometimes I find good words and I may, you know, read it or say I got this from some somebody, but God gave this to me as I was on my job today. He said, I'm setting up these pins. All you got to do is knock them down. Yeah. Um, and it just goes back to something I heard Oprah say when she, when she said it was like on her Super Soul Sunday, she said that our main purpose is to, in life, is to, Find out what we're good at and do that to the best of our ability. As long as we are on our path, as long as we get in tune with ourselves, the path is already there. Yeah. God already done set it up. You just have to get focused on you and practice, you know, rolling that ball. So when it comes time for you to hit that strike, you already ready. Yeah. That's my good word for the good people. I love that. Thank you, boo. I love you. Anyway, this ain't nothing but a love fest. That's okay. Sometimes people just need that. And if they don't, then they might need it later. This is why we're immortalized because they can always come back and listen to the show whenever they need to hear. True, true, true. Okay. So, um, as far as I'm concerned, I don't know. So much happened this week. So much happened in the world. So much happened with me. Um, I told you guys I was out in California. And I remember my last night, um, my last afternoon, just laying in the bed. And so some things I, I never saw myself as like a fearful person, Mm -hmm. but like I was telling you previously, um, I was raised to overthink. Mm -hmm. I know exactly where it comes from, but I think everything down to the T and if I can't cross every T and dot every I, then I will second guess. And I missed a lot of opportunities because of that. And so this week I've just been thinking about alignment. And how sometimes, like, like it's so funny how our 
good words match up a lot of the time. A lot of the time. Because I've been thinking about alignment and how sometimes you're almost in alignment. You just need to take a step to the right or a step to the left. You know exactly what to do, but fear, I guess for lack of a better term, will keep you from doing that. Mm -hmm. And so I've been thinking all week, well, dang, Tiffany, really, what is the worst that a person can say to you? No, right? Or nothing. Or not, not now, you know, any of those things. So... I made, I put forth a concerted effort this week to move on everything that I possibly could. I started making phone calls. I started DMing people. I started emailing people. And everything that I wanted this week came to fruition. And so I just want to remind everybody, like, anything that has been pressed on your heart, because the things that I'm moving on now, I've been thinking about since I was a child. Mm -hmm. Right? That's a long time to be sitting long with a dream. Time. And you know what God said about your, about your gifts, what he'll do if you don't use them. Right, that's true. And But they, they also say that your gifts will make room for you. So they will. So you have to just move. Um, and I just want to remind you guys to take care of yourselves even in that way. To mm -hmm. fail and fail. Like, that is my plan. I want to succeed, but it's going to be one or the other. I will not be stagnant, and I don't want you to be either. Right. Move fail figure out what didn't work well come back to the drawing board do it again do not give up take care of yourself and other people and once i hung up the last like on my last phone call from the weekend i took a shower i got in the bed and and this came out of nowhere i was bawling I mean, I was crying so hard, so loud. I was like, somebody is going to come knock on this hotel room door and make sure, like, Aww. I'm not being murdered. But it was out of, like, gratitude. Because mm -hmm. I was like, I even had to ask myself, like, what's wrong with you? And the answer was nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing. I was so grateful because right now my life is so different than it was four years ago, six years ago. Like, it was awful. And it, I almost felt like, this is the life I've been waiting for. Like Ooh, this girl, season that. that I'm ushering into now. Yes, honey. feels like the life that I've always been waiting for. Mm -hmm. Like even from my childhood, like nothing has felt as good as I feel right now. So I was just crying uncontrollably because I was like, I'm so happy. Gosh, I'm glad. That is a great story. Yeah. So um, just that. And just one, that. one thing I want to say about being scared to move on things or to make the calls or to approach the people what's scarier than not making it is when you make it and they say yes and then you're like oh shoot yes. wait because <laughs> I, <laughs> I wasn't I, ready i wasn't ready so now i really gotta do this right like that's the when you, that's the scary part that was scary to me like oh wait they mm -hmm. say yeah so now i gotta like i'm doing it you know like it's scary and exciting at the same time but like we were talking about before, the worst they can do is say no. That's facts. That's it. That you're not going to die. You're going to go to bed and church. wake up the next day. Like, you're going to be good. So. And if they said no, somebody else will say yes. Yep. So, woo. Well, some things we don't want you to forget. It is still Women's Month. It is still March. So, make sure that you are um, adoring the women in your life. Letting them know that you do appreciate them. And taking care of yourself if you are a woman. This is also an election year. We'll be voting in the primary, so please make sure that you are registered to vote. And do not forget that tax day is coming up. So I know a lot of times tax day, if it falls on a weekday, is April 15th. This year, it is April 17th. It's April 17th. 
So don't forget that that is the last day to file your taxes without penalty. Okay. Um, and all I want to do is just to remind you all that this week, um, the NAACP Charlotte presents the Sheriff Race Criminal Justice right. Forum on March the 22nd, 2018 at Little Rock AME Zion Church. And it will start at 7 p.m. I will be there to see what these folks talking about. So I hope you will, too, because, you know, these types of things are vital for um, our communities to make sure that we're voting and electing the people that are going to best represent us. Um, so be there or be square. Yep. Uh, the last few things I want to leave you guys with, and I know we talked about a lot of things today, but a conversation that I had this week with one of my co-workers out in San Francisco led me to this. Um, we were talking about diversity and inclusion, and I feel like it's apropos for you know our show in general, but the presence of diversity does not exclude the presence of racism. And it wasn't until I heard someone discussing diversity and then someone who is not black say, yeah, but, you know, we're diverse here. Like, there's no racism like that. I'm racism, so sick of the word diverse. Right. Racism is an institution. And just because you diversify does not exclude racism. So, you know, sometimes it's even pacification. Um, so just just keep that in mind. And, and I, I don't even hate to use the phrase, but stay woke because yeah. it's appropriate in this scenario. Also, um, we want to send our thoughts to Florida, the mm -hmm. bridge that fell this week. Um, I'm, I've been reading that, you know, it was a new bridge and that this could have been prevented. Six people lost their lives. So um, our thoughts are Terrible. with the families of those victims in that situation. Other than that, we really appreciate you guys coming back week after week. We love you so much. We love ourselves. We love each other. And we can't wait to talk to you next week. Make sure you connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're the Culture Shock Podcast. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can always leave us a review or send us an email at blackcultureshockpodcast at gmail.com. As a call to action, how do you guys do your emotional spring cleaning? We want to hear from you. Thanks, guys. We love you. Yep. As always, we love you. We're still black. Most of y'all are still black. <laughs> we know you'll still be black next week, and we out. We out.